Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. 515, still some residual slowing there. And then, of course, down in Orem, State Street, 800 North, busy intersection. And then University Parkway and State Street, also another busy intersection. Ricky. Northbound traffic, I-15, you're not clear of delays just yet. You're still going to be stuck in slowdown starting right around 1700 north and continuing up to 5th South Bountiful. And again, as you're coming into and going over 200 north in Kaysville, headed towards Leighton. Legacy looking good as well as I-215. No problems reported on I-84 in Weber Canyon or SR-39 in Ogden Canyon. Sutherlands is here to help you with all your home improvement projects. Remodel your kitchen in style with Sutherlands Prefab granite countertops starting at $11 per square foot. Sutherland's has four different colors in stock. Ricky Meese in the KSL Traffic Center. And the forecast clear tonight. Overnight low in the upper 50s. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, high in the mid-80s. Utah's first source for live team coverage of breaking news, triple team traffic, severe weather, and local talk. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City, KSL News Radio. Utah's news, traffic, and weather station. It's 6.01 in the KSL 24-hour newsroom. I'm Simone Cycli. KSL's top local story this hour. They held on to Legos with fingerprints and fingernails with DNA for 23 years. Now, Unified Police have named John Sansing as the killer of 78-year-old holiday woman Lucille Johnson back in 1991. Her daughter, Shirley England, says she probably tried to help Sansing. They did not know each other. She had many years ahead of her that we were robbed of. Grandchildren she never got to see. And I am so very grateful to the police department for the work that they've done. Police say Sansing beat her to death. He now sits on Arizona's death row. They also believe that Sansing had his five-year-old son in Johnson's house when he killed her. Those were his fingerprints on the Legos. KSL's top national story from ABC News. The plans are not specific. No no U.S. military action in the works. But President Obama says it's time to build a coalition of support to punish Russia for what is being called a full-blown invasion of... Of Ukraine. The violence is encouraged by Russia. The separatists are trained by Russia. They are armed by Russia. They are funded by Russia. Reports of a thousand Russian soldiers and rows and rows of Russian tanks moving today into Ukraine. Coming up on KSL News Radio, a nice looking Labor Day weekend. We'll check your KSL weather forecast next. KSL News Time, 603. The Honda Summer Clearance is almost over. Don't miss this opportunity to save thousands with clearance pricing on the new Honda you want today from your Utah Honda dealers. During these final days of the Honda Summer Clearance event, every new 2014 Accord, Civic, Fit, Cross Tour, CRV, Pilot, Ridgeline, and Odyssey is clearance priced for just a few more days. And in addition to clearance pricing, low monthly payments, 0.9% financing, and our best selection of the summer, make now the best 
time to buy. Honda was named best overall brand and most trusted brand. And of course, with Honda's legendary retail value, fuel economy, and safety ratings, it's always a good time to buy a Honda. But we can only offer clearance pricing through September 2nd. So hurry to your Utah Honda dealers. The more you compare, the more you know you want a Honda. Get it with clearance pricing during the final days of the Honda Summer Clearance Event at your Utah Honda dealers. See more at utahhondadealers.com. I just go to hell. I go to hell. Go to hell, darling. I go to hell. Go to hell. Scott Hale is turning 30, and we're celebrating with $30 deals. This month, we're offering a brand new furnace installed in your home for only $30 per month. Call or go to scotthale.com today. I just go to hell. I go to hell. Yeah, go to hell. OAC, contact us for details. I just go to hell. I go to hell. Go to hell. Go to hell. Hale is turning 30, and we're celebrating with $30 deals. This month, we're offering a furnace tune-up or an AC tune-up for only $30. To schedule yours, go to scotthale.com today. I just go to hell. I go to hell. Yeah, go to hell. I go to hell. Let me tell you about rustling up a good time. You pack your wagon and hit the trail for Ruby's Inn in Bryce Canyon. Uh, Dad? Yeah? Why are you talking like that? I'm getting ready for some of that knee-slapping, toe-tapping, western dinner shows and great cooking Bryce Canyon's Ruby's Inn offers. Huh. So, let's round up all your kinfolk. That's enough. We get the picture. Okay. Our stay will be a real nice time and a road trip even Clark Griswold would envy. Okay, who's Clark Griswold? Never you mind, Cookie. Uh, who's Cookie? Enjoy your next family vacation at historic Ruby's Inn. There's something for everyone. Take in hiking, biking, photographic vistas, stuff for kids, and ATV trails that interconnect Bryce Canyon City's unforgettable scenery and forests that make Bryce world famous. For limited time, get Ruby's end of summer savings package. Pay full price for one night and get up to four nights at half price. Make your family summer one to remember at historic Ruby's Inn. Visit rubiesinn.com and click on Hot Deals. KSL Traffic and Weather Together brought to you by your Utah Toyota dealers. And here's Jared Auger in the KSL Traffic Center. I-15 northbound out of downtown Salt Lake City. You're going to see that that traffic ends. It's going to go through Bountiful up into Farmington, trickles off there. Now I-15 southbound, that your delays are going to start in Murray, continue through the south interchange into Midvale is the heaviest. Then it flightens up a little bit through Sandy. Draper, it picks, it pick, picks back up again up to the summit of the point of the mountain. Now down in Utah County, those delays have pretty much filtered out. State Street's still a little bit heavy right there at 8th North University Ave. That is getting back to normal. Out on the west side, things are looking really good. Catch Zion's Bank Wealth Watch Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays in afternoon drive for financial observations, tips, and strategies. Zion's Bank, your trusted source for wealth management zionsbank.com forward slash pwm i'm jared auger in the ksl traffic center becoming mostly clear overnight with a low of 57 tomorrow mostly sunny and 86 degrees saturday and sunday looking great a high saturday 82 your high sunday 76 it's 81 degrees at 607 you get the top stories every 30 minutes breaking news the second it happens i'm simone cycli ksl news radio 102.7 fm at 1160 a.m utah's news traffic and weather station Tonight, let me speak to the governor. 
Governor Gary Herbert spends one hour answering your questions. Call 801-575-8255. Live from the studios of KSL News Radio in Salt Lake City, in partnership with the Utah Broadcasters Association, it's Let Me Speak to the Governor. And good evening and welcome to Let Me Speak to the Governor, your opportunity to talk to Utah Governor Gary Herbert. All you have to do is give us a call at 801-575-8255 or you can send us a text at 57500. And Governor, welcome. Well, thank you, Scott. It's great to be back. Uh, We've got the tail end of the summer and we're back on air. So thanks for having us in. How's everything going? Shall we ask you that? Well, as you know, the answer to that, everything is going extremely well. (laughs) You know, we have a lot to be grateful for here in the state of Utah, and certainly economically, virtually in every measurable way, we're doing better, much better. Uh, We're the second fastest growing economy now in America. Wall Street Journal here just a week ago put out an article talking about the great uh, surge of economic opportunity in, in the state of Utah, second only to North Dakota, and we're closing on them. But it emphasized something I think is really important. It's, it's not that our, only that our economy is growing, but it's diversified. Uh, our economy now in Utah is the fourth most diverse economy in America. So we have a lot of good jobs being created. They're higher-paying jobs. Our personal income is growing over 5% per year, which is one of the leaders in the nation also. Uh, uh, the diversification is good. So uh, we kind of culminated this effort here uh, uh, just a month ago when we had this uh, goal of 100,000 jobs in 1,000 days, we'd set out there and and, and we we're trying to create uh, more economic opportunity and the results are in and we had 112,200 jobs, more than 10% beyond our goal that we'd set. So it's just uh, really good news for all of us. We can't rest on our laurels. We need to keep pushing away. But uh, economically, Utah is doing very, very well. This came up earlier today at your monthly news conference, though. Uh, a possibility of a tax increase to support education. Uh, you were not all that uh, overwhelmed by that idea. Well, one, I haven't heard about it, so I don't know what the proposal entails. And I hate to comment on something I don't, uh, you know, nobody's proposed legislation to me or told me about the details. Uh, I would just uh, say I've looked at other states that have raised taxes, and that's not helped their economy. And I look at us who have not raised taxes, corporate tax rates in 15 years, look at the fact that we have a very competitive tax rate, and we have to be because we're, we're, we have states on our borders that have zero income tax. So the fact that we have a, a flat rate at 5% and our property taxes are low and our sales tax is reasonable means that we're one of the 10th most competitive tax uh, uh, liability states in America. That helps us grow the economy. The results of that really are quite, uh, you know, uh, good. Uh, when you look at education, for example, which is the kind of the big benchmark, and we've added $850 million of new money. That's new money over the last three years into education. That's because of growing, expanding economy. So that's a good way to get more money into the system, having a healthy, growing economy. I worry a tax increase might damper the growth that we're seeing taking place right now, like they've done in California, Illinois, New York, where tax increases are the norm and the economy is going south. Well, let me ask you about another hot topic of the day, and that was the audit of UTA. Uh, First, your reaction to uh, the findings of that audit. Well, we're just reviewing the audit now. I've had our general counsel take a look at it so we know what the details are, and and, uh, that's where the devil lies. Uh, We also are looking at the response. It's about 50 pages from the... Uh, UTA board, 
Uh, what I know from a cursory review is that a lot of the stuff in this current audit is the same stuff that was in the last audit of 2012, which goes back to 2009 and beyond that. So some of this is kind of uh, uh, old news. Uh, I would note that the new leadership of the UTA, uh, Chairman Greg uh, Hughes, uh, who's uh, taken on that responsibility, and other members of the board, I have one appointment, and that's uh, Bishop David Burton. Uh, they feel like they've turned things around. In fact, their response is basically all the things that have been raised in the past, we are already addressing, uh, have addressed, or are currently addressing. So I think they're on the right road, uh, going in the right direction when it comes to UTA. Like any taxpayer, I'm concerned about any potential mismanagement of the money. Uh by the way, this is not a state agency. People get confused sometimes because it's Utah Transit Authorities. If somehow it's a state agency, it's not. It's a special service district created by local governments and the will of the people. But they do use taxpayers' dollars. And so my hope is and belief that the, the, the board is really taking this seriously. And they need to be open. They need to be transparent. They need to be able to justify what they're doing, whether it be on salaries or purchases or uh, or bid processes that they go through. And as the public is has that opportunity to view it, I think uh, they'll find that there are good things happening. Does it mean we, we're done? No. As I heard Chairman Hughes say, uh, we still have more work to do. As I heard Senator John Valentine, who asked for the audit, say yesterday, it looks to me like they're addressing most of these issues. Is UTA something that should not be a quasi-governmental entity anymore? Should it come under the state? Should there be uh, elected representatives on that board? Should it be more accountable to the people, in other words? You know, I, it's probably a, a discussion worth having. Uh, I do note that uh, of the 50 states, 47 of them have it similar to us. Mm-hmm. There's only three that have their transit authorities under their Department of Transportation uh, with a state oversight. Uh, there's probably pros and cons, but clearly right now the situation in America is that most of them are kind of like our model. Uh, I, I do like the idea, and I think it ought to be considered, of having more elected officials on the board because they are then answerable to the people at the ballot box. If we don't like what they're doing, then we'll replace them with somebody who will do what we like. And uh, I, I think that ought to be considered as opposed to just people being appointed, having people that appointed that are elected officials where there's a little more accountability and re- uh, to uh, the, the public, I think would be a good thing to take a look at. Uh, and, of course, this is your opportunity to talk to Utah Governor Gary Herbert. All you have to do is give us a call at 801-575-8255. That's KSL Talk, and we'll put you on with the governor. And, in fact, let's uh, talk to Al. He's in Provo with a question for Governor Gary Herbert. Al. Well, good evening, uh, Scott, and good evening, Governor. Good evening to you, Al. Nice to have you on board. Nice to be here. Anyhow, I read some good news for a change, and you've already kind of alluded to it, but the good news was that the Utah business community beat your challenge to create 100,000 new jobs in 1,000 days. And I commend you and the employers and the employees, for that matter, for exceeding that goal. It's one thing, as you noted, to, to match a goal, but it's even better to exceed it. My question for you is, what do you attribute this to, and how can President Obama translate it nationwide if he only would? Well, I call it the Utah model, and it's a great example of what can be done as you empower the private sector. I credit the private sector. I, I credit the entrepreneurs. I, I credit the, the risk takers, the wealth creators that create jobs uh, for 
taking advantage of an opportunity. And that opportunity is presented to them because Utah has as fertile of an environment for business and for the entrepreneur as it can be found in America. And the fact we've diversified our our, uh, economy is really a tribute to a fertile environment where we have competitive tax rates. Uh, The risk taker can go out there and risk and gets the reward, and we don't take too much of his money away from him. Sometimes we have tax rates that are higher than the profit margins that some of these companies make, and that kind of takes away some of the incentive. We don't have that in Utah. We also uh, uh, have uh, regulations that are sensible. Regulations are just as big a problem for the business community uh, as are high tax rates. So we don't overregulate. We have common sense regulations. We've actually gone through and looked at all of our regulations. There are about 2,000 of them that impact business, which is a big number. But we found that 368 of them had no public purpose. They didn't level playing fields or, or protect the public, and consequently, they're just a drag on the economy. So we have sensible regulations. And, and last, we have a really a very efficient government. A government can be a drain on the economy itself because they suck out you know, uh, uh, resources, money, and, uh, and make it difficult for business to exist. But our government here is getting more efficient every year. We have fewer state employees now than we had in the year 2001 in spite of about 600,000 more people that call Utah home. Uh, we, uh, when I came in, we had about one state employee for 139 uh, Utah residents. Now it's uh, one state employee for about 147 Utah residents. So we're finding efficiencies in the system, which leads to uh, a, a state government that lives within its means, doesn't spend beyond what it takes in, doesn't have unnecessary debt, as one of just a handful of states, and I'm talking about seven, that have a AAA bond rating. So, yeah, Washington, D.C. could really take a page out of Utah's book and see if they can live within their means, if they can, in fact, not spend more than they take in, if they can have not unreasonable debt, if they can balance their budgets, if they can empower the private sector and devolve authority back to the states and the local communities. Uh, By golly, you'd see the the power of the private sector take off. So follow Utah model, Washington, D.C., and see the economy improve. Al, thanks so much for your call. We appreciate your calling in. And, Governor, uh, just uh, one, one quick thing before we uh, take a break. There was a tragic story uh, this week of a young woman who left her child in a trash can. And one of our texters is asking, uh, since we do have the safe haven law, is there something more the state could do to market that and make sure people are aware of it, do you think? Now, say that again so I understand. Uh, uh, there was a tragic story of a young woman who left her uh, child in a trash can oh, in mm-hmm. Kearns. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people are saying... Uh, should we make uh, or market better the the fact that we have this law, the safe haven law, yes. that allows them to uh, leave their children at a, a hospital if they can't? That's right. Well, it, clearly, if people are aware of that option, I expect more people will take advantage of the option. And it is a tragedy and, and a lack of understanding and, and awareness. Uh, this woman may have had some mental issues and some deficiencies, too, that maybe compound the problem. But, yes, uh, we certainly need to make sure that anybody who finds themselves in a situation that they uh, feel overwhelmed and what can we do, rather than uh, just abandon a baby in a dumpster or on somebody's doorstep, we do have this law that allows you to bring it to the hospital so they can take care of it, make sure that it's it's, uh, given the necessary health care, and no questions asked, and there's no harm, no foul. James is on the line from Bountiful with a question for the governor. Welcome, James. Hi, how's it going? Good. Hey, James. Uh, it's an honor to speak to you, sir. Well, thank you. It's an honor to talk to you. So my question is, is kind of touches on what you spoke of about economics. So 
Utah, you know, competing with North Dakota, being the second fastest growing economy, um, I'm originally from Texas. One thing I've noticed since I've been here is Utah has a population of very qualified, highly educated people, but it seems they're willing to work for less. And so I understand is that that's an incentive for a lot of corporate companies to move their headquarters here. You get a high quality of people for a lower price, but yet the average cost of a house in Utah is about $200,000. So it seems the cost of living continues to rise, and yet people are working for lower wages. So how could we compete with, like, for instance, is like Seattle? I'm not saying that extreme with $15 an hour. However, people are driving from Clinton and Syracuse all the way just to work in Salt Lake just to make a decent living. Well, that's a great question, uh, James. Uh, Let me try and answer it from my perspective. One, I really do believe in the free market. I I believe in uh, opportunities that comes with capitalism. And I believe the market will seek, you know, and find the optimal place to be. That includes increasing wages. Uh, We've seen in times of prosperity where you can't hire anybody at, at Wendy's or McDonald's unless you pay them, you know, eight or nine bucks an hour to flip hamburgers because there's just not the supply of employees out there because everybody's found work. As we now find a healthy economy, I think you'll find that it will drive wages up. An indication for that we have from data. It's not just speculation or opinion. The, the data shows that our personal income is now growing at about 5% plus per year. That's one of the higher growth rates in the nation, which I think is, is indicative of our healthy economy. Secondly, uh, the, you know, it depends on the job. We have now jobs going wanting. We can't fill the jobs that start at $65,000 a year plus benefits, and all you need is a two-year associate degree as a, a computer technician, and you can find a good-paying job. Some of it with machinists and welders and some of our trades that are starting at $50,000. I was out in the Uinta Basin where we had people that are being trained to be welders out there that his, his own welding shop, a new business he started right out of school uh, with the Utah State uh, uh, Extension Service out there. The guy grossed his first year two hundred and about $50,000. Now, that's not net. That's gross. But after you subtract for his uh, cost uh, for his uh, business equipment, his truck and all, he made about hundred grand. So that's, uh, there are opportunities and possibilities out there. The key of that is education and making sure that you get education that lines up with the demands of the marketplace. That's an individual responsibility to get the skills and find the jobs that are paying well. Because in spite of the low unemployment rate we have right now, we have some really high-paying jobs that can't be filled. All right, Governor, thank you so much. And you're listening to Let Me Speak to the Governor, your opportunity to talk to Utah Governor Gary Herbert. Please give us a call at 575-8255. That's KSL Talk if you want to talk to the Governor. We're going to take a break now for the Utah broadcasters stations along the line. We'll break for four minutes, and then we'll be back with more. Don't miss the Jerry Seiner Summer Blockbuster Sale. Drive a brand new 2014 Buick Verona with OnStar and XM for an unbelievable one-time payment of only $37.95. Experience the Seiner difference at Utah's number one Buick GMC dealer just off I-15 in South Jordan and North Salt Lake. Online at Seiner South Jordan and SeinerNSL.com. 2014 Buick Verona, stock number 402117B, 24-month lease, one-time payment of $37.95 plus tax licensing and fees. Must own a 1999 or newer non-GM vehicle. Be a member of a credit union. 10,000 annual miles in OAC. See dealer for details. Offer ends 8 30 
Don't miss the Jerry Signer Summer Blockbuster Sale, where we'll double your down payment on a new Chevrolet. Turn up to $3,000 into $6,000 on select models, with three years maintenance included. Experience the Signer difference at Jerry Signer Chevrolet. Chevrolet, find new roads. Just off I-15 in Salt Lake, online at SignerChevy.com. Double down payment available on select new Chevrolet models up to $3,000. Must purchase at MSRP. Dealer retains all rebates and incentives. Doesn't combine with other offers. OACC dealer for details. Offer ends 83014. Labor Day is always a little bittersweet. The bitter, it's time to say goodbye to summer. The sweet, it's hello to RC Willie's Labor Day sale. The savings are store-wide during one of our biggest sales of the year. Plus, get a two-piece luggage set for only $9 with a purchase of $3.99 or more. If you've waited to buy anything for your home, now is the time. Join us for free hot dogs and drinks Saturday and Monday during our Labor Day sale. RC Willie, your home, your way. The beaten path is not for everyone. That's why we designed the new Acura MDX just for you. With Jewel-Eye LED headlights so you can see what others don't. One-button access to the third row with one-touch walk-in and available AcuraLink surface street traffic. Introducing the new 2014 Acura MDX. Maybe it's called the beaten path because it can be beaten. Three-year traffic subscription included. See your Acura dealer for system and coverage details. Visit Mike Hale Acura in Murray or Jody Wilkinson Acura downtown. Luxury, intelligently priced. Yep, it's me again, and I'm here at J&G Garden Center in Layton, you know, uh, Utah's largest producing nursery, for their annual fall extravaganza. Right now, all trees, all shrubs, all perennials are 20% off. Yeah, you heard me right. All trees, shrubs, and perennials are 20% off their regular price. And there's thousands and thousands of trees, shrubs, and perennials to choose from. And J&J carries the best products at the best price. This is one incredible place. But don't take my word for it. Come experience J&J Garden Center for yourself. And take advantage of their incredible fall tree, shrub, and perennial extravaganza. Take the Layton Parkway exit, Main Street to Gentile, then West. That's two miles. You've got to see it to believe it. You really do. Country grown to your home. J&J Garden Center. Service comes up while prices come down. And that makes Nate Wade Subaru the best around. Hi, this is Kirk Schneider, owner of Nate Wade Subaru. Summer may be winding down, but at Nate Wade Subaru, the summer excitement is just getting started. The all-new 2015 Legacies Now Backs are here. Come in and see the exciting new body design with all the features that make Subaru one of the safest cars on the road. And with the 2015s now arriving, we have fantastic deals on all remaining 2014 models, including available 0% interest. Whether you choose the all-new 2015 model or one of our remaining 2014s, you'll be sure to experience our legendary no-hassle, no-pressure sales approach. Nate Wade Subaru is Utah's number one Subaru dealer in sales, parts, and service, and winner of the prestigious Subaru Stellar Care Award, and has been since its inception. Come in and see why there's always more to love at Nate Wade Subaru. At Nate Wade Subaru, it's not just great deals, it's a great place to do business. On the corner of 13 South and Main or online at utahsubaru.com. The governor answers your questions. Utah's most important issues on Let Me Speak to the Governor. And welcome back to Let Me Speak to the Governor. I'm Scott Seeger. Your opportunity to talk to Utah Governor Gary Herbert. And let's just go right back to our phone lines. John and Harriman with a question for the governor. Welcome, John. Hey, John. Hello, governor. 
Yeah. Hello, Governor. I appreciate you taking the call. I've always appreciated your openness and your candid answers and the ability to uh, take questions from people that uh, sometimes get uh, tough questions. But uh, my, my concern is this. I moved out to Harriman about a year ago, and I drive into Utah County every day from the, from the, east, the west side, and I'm amazed at how much dirt and air pollution there really is uh, on both sides of the valley at the south end with all of the uh, gravel pits and construction digging and all the kind of things that are going on. Uh, on the east side, it seems I, I wonder how much higher we can go up on the, on the mountain there. I noticed uh, when I traveled to California in July that most of those type of sites have water, have sprinklers, have something to control it. But I'm amazed at all the dirt and, and stuff that goes into the air. Now they're digging a lot on the west side, just south of Harriman, more and more gravel pits that are, that are cropping up. And it seems to me not only to be unsightly, and I know it can't all be pretty, but it certainly adds to the pollution and and then even eye flash, and not trying to badmouth anybody, but I see from over the top of that and that, air, that area towards Alpine that, that there's kind of a blue haze hanging over the top of that. And I, I just hope that for the sake of industrial growth and other growth that we're not sacrificing, uh, you know, uh, air pollution. Uh, well, air quality is certainly a, a topic that we need to address, and um, we all know we want to have cleaner air. Whatever the situation is now, we wanted to improve it. The good news, I guess, for us, John, is that over time we have improved it. Uh, let's uh, be grateful for the progress that's been made over the last decade, and we're on a trajectory to make sure that we, in fact, stay within the parameters, that's, uh, uh, the guidance that comes with the Clean Air Act. Uh, so I feel good about the trajectory. There are pockets of problems out there. Uh, the uh, uh, gravel pits are an issue. Uh, it's it's kind of the old uh, adage about why do you rob banks? Because that's where the money is. And the, uh, why do you have gravel pits there? Because that's where the gravel is. It, it, it's only You can only get it where it's located. You can't just say, well, let's go out in the West Desert and dig a gravel pit. Uh, that amplifies the problem we have here in the Wasatch Front because we have so much growth. And the transportation of gravel is a really a high expense. And so as we build more homes, Gravel is necessary for home building, for roads, construction. And so having it closer to the growth is as a significant economic opportunity for the gravel people and for those who have to consume the product. That being said, there are rules in place about irrigation and keeping the, the dust down. They sometimes put not only water but some oil down to, to keep it from uh, having particulates in the air shed. Uh, we'll need to make sure, and I'll follow up on this with your suggestion, John, to make sure that we're monitoring those gravel pits and making sure that they're adhering to the rules and regulations that uh, they're required to so we do minimize the environmental impact in the air shed. All right, John, thanks so much for your call. We appreciate that. And uh, Joe and Devin, stay on the line. We'll be back with more of Let's uh, me speak to the governor right now. We're going to take a five-minute break for station identification along the Utah Broadcasters Network.
It's 6.30 in the KSL 24-hour newsroom. I'm Simone Cycli. KSL's top local story this hour, Summit County, is trying to track down a breach that exposed nearly 1,000 bank accounts to a hacker. Casey Jarrett is from Harriman. She says that she bought tickets for the county derby, and then the charges started rolling in. Mine were very little. Mine were only $1.50, but there's currently 13 of those charges. Other victims say that their charges reached almost $5,000. Summit County says that they have tracked the breach to payments for the county derby and rodeo, all processed through a third-party vendor. Other counties using that same vendor say that they are having similar issues. Weber County prosecutors have increased the charge against a man suspected of killing his girlfriend's baby this week. The amended charge filed today accuses Adam Joseph Barney of aggravated murder. It's in response to preliminary autopsy reports that show the 14-month-old baby died from blunt force trauma to the abdomen. Barney reportedly admitted to punching the young girl in the face and abdomen. KSL's top national story from ABC News. Facing challenges in Ukraine, Syria, and Iraq, President Obama told an afternoon news conference what he will not do with American power. Here's ABC's Ann Compton. When it comes to U.S. military leadership, the president reined in expectations. Well, I want to make sure everybody's clear on what we're doing now because it is limited. He declared he has no strategy yet for airstrikes inside Syria. He wants a regional coalition to share the job of pushing ISIS back out of Iraq. And President Obama will not confront Russian troops invading Ukraine. And Compton, ABC News, the White House. Coming up on KSL News Radio, we'll check your Labor Day weather forecast. Your KSL weather forecast is next. KSL News Time, 632. KSL has added more eyes to your commute. Seeing some big backups on Bangor Highway right now. Triple team traffic on KSL News Radio. Visit Tim Daly Infinity for our best offers of the year. During our Infinity Summer event, you'll find exciting new Infinities with lease payments as low as $269 for the all-wheel drive G37 sedan. Or choose the all-new Q50 all-wheel drive sedan as low as $369 per month. Tim Daly Infinity has a premium choice for everyone. Tim Daly also offers the luxurious 7-passenger QX60 in gas or hybrid model, starting with lease payments as low as $399 per month. Get a free premium package worth $3,250 on Infinity Q. Take your pick of fresh new models at Tim Daly Infinity's summer event as low as $269 per month. Don't wait. Summer won't last forever, and these great offers won't either. Fun in the sun or room for eight. Tim Daly Infinity has a new car for everyone. Visit us at our newly remodeled showroom, 4594 South State, or on the web at timdallyinfinity.com for details on all of our luxury models. Hurry. Offer ends August 30th. Available for well-qualified buyers. All leases are 39 months, 44 initial payment, tax license, and options. Actually, we have at least two of every model mentioned. No security deposit required. 10000 miles. Per year. Here are five reasons you may want to come to the LDS Business College. One, we have an innovative, unique, and most importantly, a spiritually edifying environment. Two, we get you ready for a job in two years. Number three, return missionaries can qualify to receive half off their first semester's tuition. Four, companies are lining up to hire our graduates. And number five, if you're not sure what you want to be when you grow up, it's totally okay. We have a program that helps you discover what you are naturally great at and then aligns your specific strengths with a career that fits. Here are some of the new programs that may fit with what you do best. Information technology, paralegal studies, project management, computer programming, supply chain 
management, and our fastest growing program ever, social media marketing. Come check out where the magic happens at lbsbc.edu. KSL Traffic and Weather Together are brought to you by your Utah Toyota dealers. It looks like your drive is really cleared out, and the only issue that I'm seeing right now is on northbound I-15, where we are seeing some slowdowns right around the uh, point of the mountain, but that's the only issue that I've got to tell you about so far. Your KSL weather forecast, it's clear overnight with a low of 60 degrees. Tomorrow, sunny, warmer. Our high tomorrow, 89 degrees. Saturday and Sunday, high right around 80 degrees. And then on Labor Day Monday, 81 and sunshine. It's 81 and uh, at 635. You get the top stories every 30 minutes. Breaking news the second it happens. I'm Simone Cycli, KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM, Utah's news, traffic, and weather station. Reach out to Governor Herbert. Text 57500 or call him at 801-575-8255. It's Let Me Speak to the Governor. And welcome to Let Me Speak to the Governor. I'm Scott Seeger with Utah Governor Gary Herbert. And let's just go right back to the phone lines. We've got uh, Devin in Morgan with a question for the Governor. Thank you for joining us, Devin. Yeah, thank you. How are you doing, Governor? Uh, great, Devin, and I hope you're enjoying the summer. Oh, I am, and it's an it's, uh, honor to speak to you, sir. Thank you. I just had a question. You know, I'm one of those that really believe our children are the future. And, I agree. You know, my property taxes in Morgan keep going up, but the schools keep claiming bankruptcy. <laughs> I'm just wondering, what can we do? I know the property taxes are regulated by the county, but as a state, what can we do to give more support to our schools? Well, let me just take a, a couple of shots at this here, uh, Devin. Uh the county collects the taxes. They're not in charge of the property taxes that are imposed by your school board. It could be uh, for operations and maintenance of their facilities. It could be some kind of leeway action to build new facilities. So if your property taxes are going up for schools in your district there in Morgan, then you need to talk to your local school district who are elected by you, the people. If you don't like what they're doing, then replace them with somebody you do. And they ought to be able to give you an explanation as far as where's the money going and what we're doing with it. And hopefully it's all a positive thing that's either maintaining or improving your school situation there in Morgan. So that's the first thing. The second thing is we have a challenge in the state overall, and as we take a macro view of making sure that everybody in this entire state, whether you're in Bluff or in Bountiful, uh, has a good uh, quality education. That's a challenging thing to do in a state that's growing as rapidly as we are, and particularly when we have a, a student population that's growing very rapidly, about 11,000 new students per day, which means it costs us about $70 million just to tread water, just to stay the same way we are today. The results of that are that we still have, you know, larger classroom sizes, uh, we still have, uh, you know, some challenges uh, to get more money into the classroom and for the teachers and for the things all education related. But I, I saw the report that just came out on our ACT test scores, which is really the, the only kind of standardized test that we can compare how we're doing with other states. And for for states that have the ACT, and we require all of our students to take it, by the way, we are number one on our scoring, on our ACT test scores here in Utah. Uh, on a national average, we're only two-tenths of a point behind the national average where only, uh, in some states, just those who are going on to college take the ACT. And that kind of elevates their scores. So 
based on what we see with our testing and on a national standardized test, the outcomes are pretty darn good for the schools of Utah. Does that mean we're where we need to be? No. Does that mean we can do better? Yes. And uh, we're trying to do that. And I think you'll you'll see if you look at the past few years, we've added $850 million of new money to our education system. And we're improving in, very, in virtually every measurable way. Devin, thanks so much for your question. And uh, Governor, a texter uh, sending in a question. When are teachers going to be paid more? My husband has taught for 10 years and still supplements income with a second job because his income is still too low as a teacher. He teaches because he loves it, but it's definitely hard to support a family on a teacher's salary. Well, it's a great question, and we need to make sure we pay our teachers fairly. And the debate sometimes is what is fair. Total compensation is not just salary, but it's also benefits, too. The taxpayer doesn't know the difference between the salary and the benefits. It uh, comes out of their wallet. It's just a tax uh, requirement. Um, uh, we have different teachers at different levels. Uh, there's always anecdotal stories out there. But we've tried these last two years for the first time to increase the WPU and pass on salary increases. That's sometimes a district dis- uh, decision. They all decide who deserves it and who does not and how that money is going to be spread around. Uh, I uh, Again, I've just mentioned that we've added $850 million of new money to education these last three years. That's a pretty large chunk of, of money. But I expect, because of our healthy economy, that this next go-around in our next budget will find even more money. And hopefully, as we go through that process, we can give a little bit more of a, of a pay increase to our teachers who are deserving. And we appreciate the good work they're doing because we're getting great outcomes. We get the best bang for the buck in Utah, probably any place in America when it comes to education. We had a story earlier this week. We're going to shift gears dramatically here about uh, raw milk. And a few people got sick drinking raw milk. Do we have uh, current uh, laws in place that will make sure that uh, people are safe if they do want to drink raw milk? Well, if people are getting sick, uh, they, maybe not. Uh, you know, I expect, you know, in the marketplace, you can get a bad batch of milk someplace, in particular those who want raw milk and uh, and believe that's a healthier uh, kind of milk. I'm a milkaholic myself. I want to make sure my milk is pasteurized and homogenized, but I, I, I drink a lot of milk. Uh, so I can appreciate those who want to have some raw milk. We do have parameters in place that allow you to buy raw milk from the producer of the of the, of the milk, so people that want it can get it. But there are some you know risks that come with buying raw milk that has not been pasteurized, and whether it's brucellosis or some other kind of uh, disease that can be passed on from the cow to the milk to the human. Uh, you know that's certainly a risk that's there, and that's why we have most. Milk is pasteurized. Mm-hmm. That being said, I'm all for choice. If you want raw milk, by golly, uh, God love you, and, and good luck with that. All right, let's go to uh, Joe in West Jordan. Thanks for joining us on Let Me Speak to the Governor. Joe? Thank you. It's a privilege to talk to you, sir. Well, thank you, Joe. It's a great honor for me to talk to you. What I was calling about is uh, some businesses out in West Jordan. Uh, big businesses are, are moving out of, out of the state. Uh, National Semiconductor, you know, a uh, uh, Penco, which is a locker company, uh, another one is a uh, firearms company. Uh, these people employ probably a couple, two or three thousand people. Uh, is there any kind of concessions that uh, the state gives these people to stay in Utah where they won't move out? Well, the best thing we're doing is creating an environment that's better here than it, than there, wherever there is. Uh, I say to a lot of business leaders and CEOs that if you want to improve your bottom line, 
if you want to improve your profitability, if you want to improve your market share, Utah is a great place to be. And we see a lot of businesses moving to Utah because we are a very business-friendly environment. Uh, the president, CEO of, C, uh, of Goldman Sachs, for example, told me here recently, clearly the most business-friendly place in America is here in Utah. Forbes magazines rate us the most business-friendly place in America three years in a row. So there's always, you know, movement in the marketplace uh, for a variety of reasons. In the past, we've had a challenge with, with acceleration capital. We've had businesses that actually have been spawned here, born here, grown here, and then some bigger company comes and takes them away. We've seen kind of a reversal of that. Uh, one is Adobe that came in here and bought a company called Omniture, developed by local people here, very successful business, and bought them and then decided not to take them to California because of their bad business climate there, onerous regulations and high taxes, and said, let's just keep it here in, in Utah and expand it. They've invested 110 or $20 million and growing at the campus there at the point of the mountain and are hiring, you know, 1,000, 1,500 people and growing. So the reverse is also happening. We're not all things to all people. The incentives we have in place here are one, a very business-friendly environment. Uh, we don't want to buy you to come here. We want you to come here because the market dictates it. But we do also have the opportunity to say, if you will uh, grow your business, and this uh, the same rules apply for those who are already here. If you'll grow your business, if you'll uh, hire more people, if you'll pay more taxes, as you pay those taxes post-performance, we'll give you some of that money back kind of a tax break, a tax uh, rebate uh, as a reward for your expanding the economy. That's worked very well well for us, and that does not put the taxpayer at any kind of a risk. It's a good program. Joe, thanks so much for your question. We appreciate your joining us. If you'd like to talk to Governor Herbert, just give us a call, 801-575-8255. And let's go to uh, Mark, who is in Brigham City, with a question for the governor. Welcome, Mark. Well, thank you. I appreciate this opportunity to ask questions that uh, sometimes aren't really asked. And uh, Governor, uh, Utopia. I live in Brigham City, and Utopia is planning to ask for a public-private partnership similar to how UTA has done, wherein they take taxes and kind of subsidizes their business. Um uh, Number one, is that really good for our citizens? We've seen how up in Cache Valley, the citizens ride the bus for free, yet the UTA can't seem to live without charging a a high fee. And Sandy City seems to be the fastest city on the planet, and they don't have Utopia. They won't allow it. Is this really good for citizens to subsidize businesses that can't make it on their own? Well, let me say a couple things about that, Mark. It's a great question. Uh, utopia certainly has turned out to not be utopia. It's It's been a challenge for our cities that have been involved in that. It started with iProvo, and, uh, of course, they had some challenges and really left about, I don't know, 35 or more millions of dollars on the table. Uh, they found a way out with Google, Google coming in and taking over their fiber. I think the intention of having you know broadband and and, and a service that expands our uh, ability to have speed on the internet and computers etc is a good thing it's well intended and I would never want to take away the rights of local government to make those decisions on where they should invest the taxpayers dollars 
you know, whether they put in an irrigation canal or uh, pipe uh, irrigation or they build roads. Some of this is uh, similar. We're building a, a highway to the Internet. But that's a local decision, and Brigham City should make that decision. I would never want to say that somebody should micromanage what Brigham City thinks is in their own best interest. That being said, I think there's a lot of concern about this subsidization of a failing system. That's the concern. It doesn't seem to be working very well for maybe a variety of reasons. And do you want to put good money down a, a, a rat hole? Maybe not. Absolutely. So, uh, But that's a decision that the Brigham City fathers need to make. And the people, of course, of Brigham City should, in fact, let their voice be heard so that their elected leaders make the right decision. I don't think I want to make the decision for Brigham City. I certainly don't want to tell the people who are involved in Utopia to get in or get out. They need to make that a good decision on their own and do the research and make the decisions that, that really reflect the will of the people. Mark, thanks so much for your question. We appreciate you joining us on Let Me Speak to the Governor. And, uh, Governor, a text question. And, uh, you know, we had this big earthquake in California earlier last week. Uh, in fact, our own Maria Chaleos was vacationing in the Bay Area when that happened. It was uh, centered just uh, around Napa. Of course, we are an earthquake zone. Are we ready for the big one, do you think? I don't know if you can ever be absolutely ready for the big one. It depends on how you define the big one. You know, (laughs) if you've got uh, something at 7 or 8 on the Richter scale, uh, we're going to see some devastation. I think uh, we have a Be Ready Utah program that helps people be ready for a natural disaster, whether it be fire, flood, or earthquake. We've done what we can with some of our public buildings to earthquake-proof them. We do have uh, demonstration projects, uh, tabletop exercises where we actually go through a drill every year to uh, make sure that, uh, you know, we we know what to do and, and how we will respond. It's, it's a practice session. It's not necessarily game time, but it helps us to be ready for game time when the earthquake comes. We have the great earthquake shakeout day oh, yeah. where we have everybody yeah. in the state kind of be aware of this and, and be prepared. I've been a part of that. I've hidden under my desk and, you know, to make sure that the roof doesn't fall in on me and gone through that exercise at the Capitol. Uh, so I, we're doing very well in our preparedness. Uh, we hope we don't have a big earthquake. We have a lot of little ones, more so than most people think. Right. We have a lot of uh, smaller earthquakes here in uh, our state. But uh, we'll have a simulation of this uh, sometime in November. And so people stay tuned. I expect we'll have some information in the media, and you'll probably help push that out, Scott, so we can practice together. Brianna is on the phone from West Jordan. Thanks so much for being with us, Brianna. Your question for the governor. Hi, Governor. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you, Brianna. Uh, I am just wondering, and I'm not entirely sure how much of an impact you can have on it. But I, I know that there are a lot of people who are on government welfare that take advantage of that money and use it for various types of drugs and alcohol. And I'm wondering if there's any way that there can be a testing system implemented to help prevent this wastefulness use of the government welfare money. Well, if you mean testing by seeing if they're on drugs or using the the welfare assistance for purchase of drugs, uh, I know there's been some discussion about should people be drug-free before they're given help, and that is... Uh, met with mixed reactions of uh, these people need help and and they probably won't pass the drug test and so what do we do with them Uh, if we don't help them they just uh, spiral downwards and become a bigger problem for society so there is some reluctance to have some kind of a uh, a test that allows you to access uh, some help Uh, there certainly is the need to have accountability and oversight when we have people come in and request taxpayer assistance 
and they say, I need, uh, whether it's temporary aid to needy families or food stamps and that kind of thing, that there needs to be some oversight in making sure that that's being used appropriately. Uh, we do have that that takes place. We have rules and guidelines from the federal government on the federal part of this. We certainly have rules and guidelines for the uh, Utah State portion of this government assistance. Does uh, people fall through the cracks? And maybe sometimes there's people who abuse the system, probably. Uh, but it's it's not something we're unaware of. It's something we're trying to make sure we uh, do the best job of oversight as we possibly can. And if you have any, if you've got any examples, uh, you know, there is the ability to call our Department of Workforce Services uh, that handles this and say to them, you know, we think these people are driving Cadillacs that shouldn't be that are getting, you know, uh, government assistance. And I believe state and federal law forbids the use of food stamp money or any welfare money to buy alcohol. Yeah. I'm, I'm they, pretty they, sure it is in Utah. We've, yeah. we've clamped down on that. So <clears throat> there are parameters in place. And, and, again, there might be some suggestions the public has got to make it better. Hey, we're always willing to look and improve. You're listening to Let Me Speak to the Governor, and we're going to take a uh, break here for uh, about a four-minute break for our stations along the Utah Broadcasters Network, and we'll be back with more after this. If you've been in a car crash or fender bender and you're not sure what to do next, call Go Collision Repair. Go Collision Repair will guide you through the claims process and will even talk with your insurance to ensure you get the very best outcome in repair. Carl Schmidt and the staff at Go Collision have precision equipment and the highest quality trained staff to do repair and replace your vehicle's damages in a seamless and safe fashion. Go Collision will guarantee restoration of your vehicle back to pre-accident condition. And unlike other body shops, Go Collision uses procedures and techniques specified by the vehicle manufacturer. There is absolutely no other body shop that will work harder for you. Call Go Collision Repair. They care about their customers' 100% complete satisfaction. Plus, you'll get a pair of jazz tickets or a one-hour massage from Aspen Falls Spinal Care Center. For the best in bodywork, painting, anti-chip coatings, and custom vehicle graphics, remember, Go Collision Repair. Visit them at go-collision.com. That's go-collision.com. Go Collision. They will go the distance to earn your business. A year ago, I was diagnosed with cancer. At first, I was terrified. But after the shock, I decided I was going to survive. I was going to fight cancer with all I had. To win, I needed soldiers to combat with me. Brave, fierce men and women experienced on the battlefield. I called upon the services of Intermountain Primary Children's Hospital. It was provided with a team of elite medical warriors. We devised a battle plan as a team together. The war was fierce. We all fought like dragons side by side using proven advanced technology. It was historic. By the end, cancer was defeated, relegated to be a vestige of my past. That's how I beat cancer. Children who have cancer are warriors. As one of the nation's leading childhood cancer treatment and research facilities, Primary Children's has the team of battle-ready specialists children need fighting with them. Intermountain Primary Children's Hospital, the child first and always. Now is a great time to get into your Utah Honda dealer. Why? The summer clearance event pricing is going on right now. And when you get into your Utah Honda dealer, you're going to save on the five-star safety-rated 2014 Honda Accord, the LX Automatic. I love this Honda Accord. I've been driving one for over a year now, and I've just never enjoyed a vehicle like this. And check this out. It's clearance priced for only $199 a month. And Edmunds calls the CRV the best five-passenger SUV you can buy. There's a reason you're seeing so many of them on 
on the freeway. You can lease an all-wheel drive CRV right now during their summer clearance event for only $209 a month. America's best and most trusted brand is Honda, no matter which model you're checking out. And they've got that legendary resale value, but you know you're going to own your Honda for a long time. Take advantage of the fuel economy and the five-star safety rating, too. The more you compare, the more you know you want a Honda from your Utah Honda dealer. And that summer clearance event is going on right now at your Utah Honda dealer. So, are we going to do something special for Labor Day? Well, let's start the day off with Lehigh Roller Mills pancakes and muffins. Everyone loves them. Great. I saw them on sale at Harmon's today. Perfect, because I also saw Lehigh Roller Mills brownies when I was at Harmon's, too. I think they'd be terrific for our picnic. They're delicious and easy to make by just adding a little oil and water. Lehigh Roller Mills has been helping Utah families for over 100 years for consistent, high-quality flour and delicious pancakes, brownies, and muffins that taste homemade. Lehigh Roller Mills is your brand. Since 1906, Lehigh Roller Mills has been using locally grown wheat, hand-selected and milled on-site at Lehigh Roller Mills into the most consistent, high-quality baking flour anywhere. We all know how important flour is to baking mixes, so look for the best. Look for Lehigh Roller Mills flour, pancake mix, raspberry and blueberry muffin mix, and double fudge brownie mix. Lehigh Roller Mills all-natural whole wheat buttermilk pancake mix is on sale now at Harmon's. Time for our final segment, the Let Me Speak to the Governor quick Q&A. And thanks very much for joining us for Let Me Speak to the Governor. I'm Scott Seeger. Glad you had a chance, if you did, to call in and talk to uh, Utah Governor Gary Herbert. And thank you for your questions and your texts. All right, our lightning round here, Governor. This is the uh, Labor Day weekend. What's on the barbecue at your house? You know, hot dogs and hamburgers. Uh, we'll have some. We'll have You're chips. Not a steak guy. Well, you know, uh, tube steak. <laughs> I I like hamburgers and I like hot dogs. Oh, we'll have chicken and we'll have some uh, steak. Uh, we'll have a, a wide variety. All right. Well, college football tonight. Two uh, Utah schools in action. Of course, the Utes uh, playing up at Rice Eccles right now. Weber State at Arizona State. Whew. Talk about a tough game for the Wildcats. Uh, yes. Are you ready for football? I am ready for some football. You know, this is great football weather, kind of crispy evenings. And going into the fall is just a beautiful time of the year. Made all that more beautiful by football. Yeah. BYU in Connecticut tomorrow, taking on mm. UConn and the Huskies. Yep. Who you've got in that game? Well, BYU. Uh, UConn is really not a powerhouse in football. Uh, basketball maybe is another story. But I, BYU should get by this one. Okay. It's on the road, so that's a factor but they should they should win this one and they are traveling more than any other football team in the ncaa this year the blessings the longest the blessings of being an independent (laughs) i guess you get to see the country uh utah state quarterback chucky keaton back from that knee injury that's Uh, good possible heisman candidate do you think he's got a chance to bounce back this year absolutely and he certainly is warrants uh, consideration for heisman one of the great athletes that we have here in Utah, and I think I expect a good year from from Chucky. This is kind of the sports lightning round. The Stanley Cup was uh, yes. up there outside your office uh, yesterday. Did you have a chance to see? You have spies it? everywhere. I, I did. <laughs> I was able to to meet uh, uh, Travis Trevor Lewis, Trevor, Trevor Lewis, Lewis from Utah, yeah. and uh, just a wonderful young man, and uh, represents Utah well. And we hoisted the Stanley Cup and got a few pictures, and I know the public was invited up. And so again, really nice to be able to host the Stanley Cup here at the state capitol. It's nice to see Utah athletes succeed like that. That's as well. tremendous, That's tremendous. Governor, thanks again for your time. We appreciate it. And of course, uh, if you didn't have a chance to uh, talk to the governor or send a text, uh, we'll be back again next month with another edition of Let Me Speak to the Governor. Thank you, Scott. All right, thank you. Utah. Utah County, if you've ever dreamed of owning a 
luxurious hot tub that also happens to be the most maintenance-free and energy-efficient hot tub in the world. Now is your chance. Bullfrog's Boss Factory Outlet in Orem is having a special Labor Day sale in the Provo Town Center Mall parking lot. Now you can own the world's best hot tub at unbelievable savings, huge factory rebates, and even a limited supply on scratch and dents. Visit the Bullfrog Spa tent sale at the Provo Town Center Mall parking lot. This sale ends Saturday. Bullfrog, personal spas perfected. Hello, Utah. Performance Auto Mall in Twilla is your one stop for truck. We have Ford, Dodge, Chevy. Every truck you want, we have. You choose F-150 XLT, 10 grand off MSRP, or 0% for 60 months. Or a Ford Super Duty Lariat Diesel, 10 grand off MSRP. 14 Chevy Duramax Crew Cab, you got it, 10 grand off MSRP. Performance Auto Mall Twilla, 20 minutes west of Salt Lake. Or visit us at shopperformance.com. New 2014 Ford F-150 XLT. New 2014 Ford Super Duty Lariat Diesel. Wires trade assistance rebate and finance through FMCC. See dealer for detail. Offer ends August 31st, 2014. Well, uh, looks like we're going to have clear skies tonight. The overnight low should be around 60 or so. Sunny and warmer tomorrow. High of 89 degrees. Just going to stay fairly warm. Uh, dip in temperatures on Sunday down to the mid-70s. But for Labor Day on Monday, sunny and 81 degrees. Well, the Nightside Project Seriously Thursday is up next. Utah's first source for live team coverage of breaking news, triple team traffic, severe weather, and local talk. KSL FM Midvale, KSL Salt Lake City, KSL News Radio. Utah's news, traffic, and weather station. Seven o'clock in the KSL 24-hour newsroom. I'm Simone Cycli. Good evening. KSL's top local story this hour. It took 23 years, but Unified Police have found the man that they say killed a 78-year-old woman in her holiday home. The victim's daughter thought this day probably wouldn't come. I don't have any feelings. I can't explain it.